When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. The OG of Jets podcasting and vlogging is back. Just when I thought I was out, they pulled me back in. This is There's Always Next Year with Brian Bassett. I'm back. The real me. Let's not, not make a whole thing of it. And his co-hosts, Chef Travis Milton. Today we're going to be making the students my tasty baked ziti with basil and fresh mozzarella. And Josh Conrad. Oh, my brother, testify. On Play Like a Jet Digital. Welcome to There's Always Next Year on the Public Jet Network. I'm your host, Brian Bassett. You can follow me on Twitter at Brian underscore Bassett. With me today is Travis Milton, who you can find on Twitter at dash 37 board 27. Josh Conrad uh, is the stalwart. Josh Conrad is on assignment, Travis. He is in flight to Myrtle Beach to go to uh, the Myrtle Beach Bowl for his blessed uh, Yukon Huskies, where they will be playing. At Brooks Stadium, uh, Travis, do you know what Brooks Stadium is famous for? What, what, I think what is so. the of? I, I, th- I think Josh is going to to pay tribute to uh, his hero. Oh yeah, um, Who's one, that? one Zach Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the uh, because right because that's where Zach Wilson played his uh, his uh, anointing game against Coastal Carolina, the vaunted Coastal Carolina team, right in Conway, South Carolina. Uh, that that's where he played that game on December fifth, two years ago. Um, it's been a long two years, and people have uh, been wanting. You know, they've wanted all the Zach Wilson from that Coastal Carolina game, and uh, and we've gotten all of them over the last two years. We'll get to Zach a little bit later, but. Um, but I, I, I got to talk to you a little bit, Travis, about the game. Um, I, I watched most of it, but I saw, I want to just say, like, I saw a wonderful performance yesterday. I don't know what everybody is squawking around. Uh, you know, to me, you know, when four o'clock came around, you know, I was watching a wonderful performance of my daughter's uh, performance of the Nutcracker with her dance company, um, where uh, one young Bassett lady played an excellent party guest at the uh during the nutcracker opening scene so I, that's what i was watching it for that sounds o'clock. much more uplifting <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, there's a lot of tears in our house around this uh this performance she wanted to be a party go- 
girl, which is a big deal. But as part of the costume, Travis, for the party girl, you have to have like super curly hair. Like, so my, my daughter has very straight hair. So I don't think that's a facet quality. No, it's, yeah. Well, I, I don't even have hair. I don't even have hair. My wife has super straight hair. Yeah. So, um, so basically she's been sleeping in curlers for a couple nights for these performances and basically sleeping super poorly. So while she was definitely happy to, uh, you know, perform, but she was also happy to actually get a night of sleep, not wearing curlers to bed, um, uh, last night but anyway um, it's dedication it's dedication. dedication to the craft that's right dedication yep. to the craft uh, talking about the game i think there was a uh, some lack of dedication to the craft yesterday the, the best i can tell from everything that i watched up through a little bit of the third quarter i think um i think zach wilson just bulleted a ball to uh conklin and like that was just a total miss like it was like how do you miss that guy that was like the last play i saw live um and then i had to get moving but um it just looks like all phases had a tough day. Like offensive line didn't go well. Zach played mediocre against a really bad defense. Running game couldn't get started. Defense really suffered with Quinn and Williams out. Secondary was okay, but then, you know, they obviously had some breakdowns, uh, you know, linebackers and, and back. Um, I mean, the, the timeout situation alone is just totally confounding and, and depressing. But yeah, what was your impression of what you saw watching it live? As I was just getting your texts, ferocious texts while I was sitting, <laughs> waiting for the curtain to drop. I've, uh, I've watched the game twice now. Um, just, just to go back and look at what broke down. I mean, it was the, the clock management there at the end was just absolutely atrocious. I have no idea what the hell Sala was thinking. Um, the yeah we'll, it, we'll get to that in a second but yeah that was yeah, bad that was very bad it was it was insane uh offensive line got did nothing in 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 the way of run blocking they gave up a couple sacks fant had a pretty pretty rough game which i think a lot of us are are pretty used to at this point um that was uh it, and part of us play calling uh you know i i really feel like michael floor was trying to set up a, a little bit of misdirection and and sold it a little bit hard on on you know running to the you know I think we ran to the to the right like every single time that we ran the ball in the mm. first quarter maybe even first half uh it started breaking open on the right a little bit but then they started locking that down um defense uh you can really really see how you know I I, I harp on this I feel like the importance of Quinn, of Quentin Williams and that in that defense, uh, you can really, really see the breakdowns that happen with him not being there. Carl Lawson is is not the same player that we we went for. We're really hoping that he would be able to step up, you know, kind of in that place. Uh, JFM is kind of in the same place. He, he's, you know, a lot of his production comes from the fact that there's such a focus on on Quinnen. Um, mm-hmm, yeah. You know, and and it's just a, a breakdown from then on. You know, the the only bright spot were the corners. I mean, Sauce didn't even get targeted a single freaking time. Like, it, I think it's amazing it's that as a rookie, they won't even test that guy. Uh, yeah, the only time he got targeted was like when an offensive lineman was downfield and I think held him. Like, I can't remember that. Yeah. Was like- the only time I think I saw him really do anything like downfield in the game. Cause like, yeah, they just stayed away from him. They just knew like, don't go near that guy. Don't, don't yeah. go. I think, uh, you know, my, my biggest takeaway, my biggest frustration, I think outside of, of Zach Wilson uh, is, is, is something I, I brought up last week. It's the, the, the mental breakdown from the veterans on the team, like uh, that, that mm. defensive 
that 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 touchdown that they gave up on fourth and inches, complete oh. complete breakdown by by veterans. That, it, it was either it was it was a leak play, and it was either I'm pretty sure it was Whitehead. It looked like Quincy was was completely immediately going towards the runner. Um, it was you know drawn up that way, but but Whitehead should have been on on the tight end in the flat and, and there was just nothing like everybody just went straight for the runner and, and uh, the running back and, and tight end just leaked out in the flat and just kind of coasted into the freaking you know, into the end zone. And that's, that's two yeah. weeks in a row where there's been just a complete breakdown by a veteran person on the, on the defense. And, you know, they, yeah, and Mosley, you know, his comments after the game were like, I was on the wrong side of, I was on the other side of the field and blah, 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 blah. blah. And, but like, you know, I think that's him. Uh, probably trying to save his teammate, right? Like he, I don't think he, he's trying not to throw anybody under the bus in that situation, but yeah, to your point, yeah, it was clearly a breakdown. You know, that guy leaks out and just like, so, you know, I, I know that his name is Brock Wright and probably the first pass he's caught all year or something, but like, God, that is just brutal. That is so brutal. Yeah. Like it's um, like Eric Tomlinson beating you, right? <laughs> Oh, a hundred percent, which we had happen earlier this year. I didn't, well, I don't think he got a touchdown, but. No, you didn't get a touchdown, but he got a big play. Yeah. yeah. I, I remember that. I was just like, what the, f- holy shit, Eric Thomas is still in the fucking league. Um, but yeah, it was, it was, it was just, again, like the Jets beating themselves. Um, I, I think the one, one thing that's actually worried me is, is as the season's gone along, I've started to think that the defense might be a little over overrated um yeah just because of who who we've actually gone up against i know in the beginning of the season it looked like we had a murderer's row and i think that we've benefited from from a lot um and but yeah, again we've like had they're, some they're, they're tomato leaps bounds, yeah leaps yeah. and bounds better than last year but without quentin mm-hmm. it's 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 a tough go and you know the offense you know it, it was what it was what i pretty much what i expected to be honest Thanks for listening to Play Like a Jet. Just want to remind you that when you go over to prizepicks.com and the PrizePix app, you can get your first deposit matched up to 100 bucks when you use the promo code PLAJ. You pick two to six players up against their PrizePix player projections in their daily fantasy matchups. And if they beat their PrizePix player projections, you can win up to 25 times the amount of money that you put in. Now, I've recommended over and over and over again picking Garrett Wilson as one of your two to six players because Garrett Wilson beats his prize picks player projection pretty much every single week. Last week, his prize picks player projection was 51. He had 98 yards. This week, I think he's going to do it again. He has been on a huge roll. Ride the hot hand. Pick Garrett Wilson as one of your two to six players over at prizepicks.com. I certainly will be doing that. You don't have to play football, though. You could do baseball, basketball, hockey, anything you want. It's all there at prizepicks.com and the prize picks app. You don't play against anybody else. You only play against the Prize Picks player projection. Remember, when you go to prizepicks.com or the Prize Picks app and you use the promo code PLAJ when you sign up, they'll match your first deposit up to 100 bucks. So if you put in 100 bucks, they'll match you 100 bucks. Put in 50 bucks, they'll match you 50 bucks. Just use the promo code PLAJ when you sign up over at prizepicks.com and the Prize Picks app and they'll match your first deposit up to 100 bucks. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? 
Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. This podcast is sponsored by Cloud Optimizer. As a business owner or IT manager, are your cloud investment costs going up and you don't know why? It's time for Cloud Optimizer. As you migrate your business to the cloud, what you're spending and why you're spending it can get a little hazy. But Cloud Optimizer clears up the mystery and puts the cloud to work for you. Cloud Optimizer starts by analyzing usage patterns, right-sizing resources, leveraging discounts you may not be aware of, implementing automation, and much more. And by reducing unnecessary expenses and maximizing performance, Cloud Optimizer guarantees you a savings of five times what you spend for their service. As you utilize cloud-based services more and more, you don't have to lose sight or control of your spend. You can stay agile, streamline your costs, and optimize your performance, plus save significant money with Cloud Optimizer. Make the cloud work for you with Cloud Optimizer. Get a free assessment and find out how much you can save by going to cloudoptimizer.com. Go to cloudoptimizer.com for your free assessment. That's cloudoptimizer.com. Play like a jet. Play like a jet. This defense is certainly a top 10 defense. I mean, they are knocking on the door of top five, if not, you know, top five. But yeah, they they definitely have areas in which they they struggle. Like, like, okay. So, so I think part of defense, the modern defense, 2022 defense, you know, if you look around the league, you know, I try and uh, watch as many Jets games as I can. And I watch, you know, as many other games as I can, but you know, times and times not, um, it's, you know, it's finite for me. So um, when I look at teams, like there just tends to be a lot of defense that are running this like bend out break. You kind of mentioned that a little earlier, um, and I mean, how many, uh, you know, not looking at the stats, how many drives were there where there were like 14 play drives and you're just like, oh my God, like guys, like get off the field, like get a third down stop. Um, and, but like, it's crazy that even amidst that, they're still one of the better ranked defenses in the league. And I think a lot of it is because the way that the league is set up right now is like, yes, like drive the whole field. Um, you know, we will allow you to bend and we're going to make you, you know, whatever, string all these short plays together. And we're just going to cover deep and kind of play play a little softer so that like, you know, but then we'll, we'll tighten up once we get into the red zone or, or, you know, our own red zone. Um, So like that tends to, that seems to be a trend that's kind of sweeping the league right now um, and kind of allowing these defenses just to kind of run up the middle on you or, you know, whatever, get gain yards there. But then, you know, they kind of stiffen, you know, kind of inside their own 20. And so, so it, it, it's hard to tell. Like, I think our definition of good is like 2000 Ravens or, you know, so, something yeah, like probably. That. that's what we think of. It's just like stops, like three and outs, three and outs, three and outs, three and outs, like all game. 
And that's just not how the league is set up anymore. And largely it's because of all the rule changes and that sort of thing. But, um, but anyway, like, yeah, they still are a really good defense, but yes, when you don't have that interior pressure of a guy like Quinn and Williams, you know, and, <laughs> and your defense is kind of de- the, the way the teams are scheming defenses these ways is to kind of like run funnel the ball. Um, you know, it, it's even worse, right. It's even worse. Like, you know, he, with Quinn Williams in, maybe they're getting two or three yards on a run. With Quinn Williams out, they're getting four or five yards on a run, and that allows them to, that allows a team like the Lions to go, you know, fourteen plays down the field on you multiple times. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it, it was rough. Let's talk about the offensive line. What did you see from the the group there? I mean, Bam had a bad game by all definitions. I think he was a little bit. Um, you know, he's a little bit dinged up, but the, but the line certainly was not playing very well. They weren't getting pushed. They weren't really creating the sort of pocket, uh, you know, that we've seen of them in, in, you know, three weeks ago or something. But yeah, what, what did you see from the line? Well, I mean, the biggest thing, like it, it was not necessarily the offensive line. It was the fact that the line just completely sold out on the pass. They were like, okay, yeah, if you're, we're, we're, we're just going to, we're going to put eight men in the box and you're not going to run the ball because we're, we're just daring. Zach Wilson to beat us with his arm and that's you know yeah. that's exactly what they put us in and you know I, I think that you know that's obviously a smart thing to do and and I mean what Zach Wilson's not gonna beat you like that's I, I'm sorry <laughs> like, pretty, I, yeah here. like Zach Wilson is not gonna be the person that can freaking put this game on his shoulders and beat you and that's exactly what happened um he had some he had like five five or six like really like big time throws but yeah he uh, he had he had those i cracked up the the one throw I, I think it was to uzama was like exactly the pro day throw that everybody was like <gasps> oh my oh, god yeah. the, the, the rollouts <laughs> um but uh you know it's it goes back to something salah said about mike white like mike white makes the easy stuff look easy mm. zach wilson makes <laughs> the easy stuff look Hard. hard yeah and is and that then, part of like the allure for this guy it's like he makes easy stuff look hard and then you're like wow like look at him look what he did there like, I, I don't know like well that's the thing get, he, you know oh. he'll take a sack he'll 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 float a ball he'll do this and he'll put himself in the position where he has to make this freaking hero throw and when it happens everybody's like whoa that's amazing and but the thing is like don't put yourself in the position of having to freaking do that all the damn time right. and right you know, Meanwhile, it's, Justin Fields is still running. I think he's still running on that one play. Like it's now, <laughs> it's now Monday morning. He's still running on the on the play he made yesterday. Oh my god! Like, sorry, not to throw salt in the wound, but hey, I'll no, um, I, again, like it's it's just it's insane. Like it, he puts himself in the position to have to do that stuff, and and an improvisational quarterback is not sustainable. And that's, that's really like where he excels yeah. is an improv. Yeah. And it's and so I good. And the, Go I was going to say the announcers, you're, you're exactly right. And the announcers were talking about that a little bit yesterday. Yeah. 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 Like, you know, Zach is at his best when it's a little loose and you know, the game's a little sloppy and it's like, no, <laughs> no, it's not. It's like, okay, I get that we've got, you know, a gunslinger or an improvisational player, but like, that's not when one should be at their best. Like, one should be at their best when, you know, when things are organized and, you know, and like, that's how Mike White, like, I mean, I know his ribs, right, as you talked about last week, are mashed potatoes, 
And like, I don't think that guy can stay healthy. I really like him. I really want him to have a, you know, a sustained future in the NFL, but like he clearly struggles to stay healthy. Um, and so, man, it's hard to put your faith in that guy. Like when he's in there and he's healthy, he's good. Um, but when, <laughs> when he's not healthy, it's not good. And so with, with Zach, right. Like that improvisational nature, like, okay, good. Like get him out on a bootleg, like get him out on, you know, get him kind of throwing on platform. But like, the problem is like you if that's the only way you can run an offense is you've got to be booting right and booting left. And, you know, you basically are cutting off one side of the field because you're rolling. Like, why do you think like a hundred years of football have led us to a place where we have an offensive line and a pocket and, uh, you know, an on station stable thrower who throws the ball. And like, I get it, you know, Jalen Hurts and Josh Allen and, you know, Lamar Jackson, there are guys who are actively changing the way the quarterback position is being played in the modern era. I get that. But there's still a place for a pocket passer. And like, when you're neither Josh Allen nor, um, you know, Lamar Jackson nor Jalen Hurts, nor are you Justin Herbert, you're kind of some bad uh, island of Dr. Moreau, you know, hybrid of the both. And you're just the worst of both of those things. Like that's Zach Wilson, right? Like that's what he is. Like he can't be on platform. Like he can't be on, you know, in pocket, like set up, throwing rifle shots down the field. Like he's throwing missile balls, you know, five yards to his receiver. Uh, He's doing those things. But then, like, he's, like, you know, doing, you know, a 60-yard run around the corner, uh, you know, to get a two yards. And you're like, what the fuck are we doing, man? Like, what are we doing? So, like, he has the tools. I'm not saying he doesn't. He just, he doesn't have all the right ones with his body, like, and his brain, right? I mean, like, I don't know what else to conclude. Like, he's, as as my buddy Bent on JetFix wrote yesterday, he's like a zombie, right? He's kind of now the zombie quarterback that we have to... (laughs) figure out what to do with and um, well his his uh, foot you know i i i saw some plays where you know his footwork was was definitely better i saw still a lot of plays where he was throwing off his back foot again um mm-hmm. you know so and, and it's like i think both of us said leading into this week it's like three weeks of a reset is not going to completely change yeah. your, your complete mechanics of how you how you do this. And I think, you know, we're going to be, there's going to be some huge questions going into the off season of, you know, what do we do here? Like, what, what do we have with him? Like, is there anything is like, is there anything that's fixable? Like, you know, when you got to reboot your router, right? Like they say like, wait one full minute. Like, like we didn't get the one full minute we needed to reboot our router. Right. Like we got, half a minute and maybe the firmware didn't update or, you know, whatever, whatever needed to happen in Zach Wilson's brain. And like, who knows? I, I mean, I, I'm, I've been on record from before the time we drafted. I don't think the firmware is ever going to update in this guy's brain. Um, but, but, you know, he, here we are, here we are. Um, and so like, I, 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 like we said, this was a breakdown across all fronts and people have pointed to Zach Wilson threw for 300 yards and two touchdowns and like, Hey, that's great. If you're playing in a single quarterback fantasy league to get, you know, 24 points, like awesome. Great. Cool. But like, you know, the, the pick was still bad. 
the completion rate was atrocious. Like he got to 300 yards, not on like efficiency or excellence, right? He got to 300 you yards. Got five big throws. Yeah, on volume, right? Just on volume. Like he threw however many passes it was. Like, you know, like, I mean, he only threw like 30 passes or whatever, but like he had a couple big plays that were kind of chunk plays. And then like so many, uh, you know, misses and incompletions and whatever's, uh and and like like which is crazy because like if you look at his stats like if you look at his game log for the year like it's still that game what we saw yesterday was probably his second best game of the year behind the the Miami Dolphins game like yeah like that's like think about what you saw yesterday against a bad Lions defense and then if you just look at the box score if you're just box score scouting that was his second best game of the year now what do you do with that what do you do with that and like you know, so Salah obviously is not committing to um, to anybody just yet. Uh, I, I can't imagine Mike White goes on a Thursday night. I mean, a short week. That's crazy. Um, but like, we got to talk about Salah. We got to talk about those timeouts. Like, okay, again, like I was not watching it live. I just watched the comments and I, you know, kind of watched the the highlights and stuff after. And so, like, it was really hard for me to piece together like that kind of live moment thing so tell me kind of what happened and how things unfold and you don't have to go like play by play but like what are you thinking as you know we're under two minutes in the game and Salah's doing whatever he's doing or not doing what he's not doing you know there were so many points where you know there should have been a timeout I mean Zach took two sacks um after points where you know we should have taken a timeout uh you know, I can't remember how much time was on the clock. I think it was like one forty nine when we got yeah, the there ball. Yeah, one forty something. Yeah, um, yeah, that's right. And you know, by the time we we crossed midfield, I think on on a big on that big third down play mm-hmm. um, to Garrett like Wilson, and and there should you should have there there should have been a timeout there. We had three timeouts on the clock. Um, don't even need to think about spiking the ball or anything. Like there should have been a timeout there. Reset. Um, you know, then Zach takes another sack, um, or that's where one of the sacks happened, and we, we're we're down to the point where, you know, there's. Uh, I'm trying to remember how long was left on the clock. I think it was, it was 25 seconds once we got to the point of the Elijah Moore catch where he tries to do too much with the freaking ball, and mm-hmm. you know, if if we had mm-hmm. taken Same those timeouts. Enough. You know, it wouldn't have been as big an issue. Maybe Elijah Moore wouldn't have thought that he had to do so much with the ball because it, he, it would have been like a 53 yard field goal if he had, if he had caught the ball and gone down. But mm-hmm. he backtracks, tries to redirect, gain more yards, loses five yards, puts it in a 58 yard in the position for a 58 yard field goal. But again, with, with barely one second on the clock like it was it was quite like Ugh. yes the, right the yeah, i watched they showed like, the, the replay out. Yeah. um you know and and at that point we still had two timeouts in our pocket um you know it, it was just the clock management was just was insanely poor when we got the ball back um and you know it I, like, I I don't know he, what the hell yeah. he was thinking. I don't know what he was like, thinking I, either. And his logic was so poor after. No, when game, he right? said he's like, yeah, I think you can be aggressive. It's like, well, yeah, no shit, you can be aggressive. You can be aggressive and still use a timeout. I mean, right? He just kept saying like the clock doesn't matter when you have three timeouts, and it's like, 
what? What are you talking about? Like the clock does matter. The reason that the clock like doesn't matter <laughs> is because you would use the timeouts, right? Like that's how you, that's how it works, right? Like, so like, I don't think you understand. It's like, I was, I was trying to think as we were like, you know, getting ready to get started here. I was like, what's like even a bad analogy of like what he's trying to express logically. And so here's the best way I could I'm trying to analogize and show how bad it, how bad, what bad logic this is. So, okay. So Travis or listener, imagine you're like in a field. All right. You're just standing out in a field. You have a gun, like a, you know, a, a whatever, a, a, you know, a handgun in your pocket, right? There is a man at the edge of the field, you know, hundreds of yards away, running at you, screaming with a machete. And they keep running at you and screaming at you with a machete. And you're watching them get closer and you're watching them get closer. And they eventually reach you and grizzly murder you. And you go to heaven and they ask you, well, what'd you do? Like that guy just grizzly murdered you and you had a, you know, a pocket, you had a, you had a gun in your pocket. Like, why, why didn't you, why didn't you do anything? And, and your answer is, well, you know, the machete doesn't matter when I have three bullets in my in my gun. Like, well, <laughs> you got to fucking use the gun, dumbass. Use the three, yeah. Use the gun, yeah. Right? Like, it's like, it's like you have the thing to stop the thing from happening, but when you don't use the thing from happening, the thing happens, right? Time runs out. The guy reaches you. He did, he, there was no deterrence effectively of the situation until it was too late. I understand if you don't want to take a timeout at 140 or, you know, whatever, whatever it was like early before one minute, but like, you know, just there were sacks in there. There were plenty of situations where you should be taking timeouts to stop the clock. You can also stop the clock in other ways. You can ground the ball. You can throw it out of bounds, right? That you can, you can cause some sort of, you know, penalty. Like there's things that can be done. Like, uh, you know, you probably don't want to do because then they'll do, they'll do runoffs, but like, th- I'm just saying there's other ways to manipulate the clock that aren't timeouts or just, you know, holding, you know, your balls in your hands. Like that, like it, it just like, it was unbelievable to just say like, how are you two years in? And like, I thought they like had someone on staff that helped with these situations. Yeah, They clearly do not. Like someone said, I don't know if it was you or another group of friends was like, they need to hire like a Madden kid to basically be there next to him. Who (laughs) who knows how to manage the clock better than he does. So like, yeah, we need that Dick curl person. Like if they're not already on the roster or standing there or yelling in his ear from the booth, like, like that's got to get under control. The only thing that I could figure, and, and I've tried to rationalize this or, or get some form of understanding, is that he got the defensive personnel matchup that he wanted and wanted to keep those cats on the field and not give mm-hmm. them an opportunity to sub out. And that's the only thing that I could figure out. Um, the, the only other thing, too, is like, is there a situation where they turn the ball over and they need those timeouts? Like, is that, is that even going into your thinking again? Like I wasn't watching it live, so I don't really have a good feel for it, but like in the last couple games, right. And you think about the last two losses, like he's had those three timeouts in his pocket and then, you know, the defense goes on the field, they get a quick stop, you know, or a three and out and they use those timeouts and then it gives them a situation to go back down the field. So like, 
is that something that he's thinking about? Cause like, to me, it's like the gun, it's the gun with the machete. It's still, still the same situation. Like you, the, the person's still running at you. You've got to stop the clock at some point. You have the ball. You can end the game. Like, why are you saving it for a situation which might not even occur? Right. Like, well, I don't know. I, 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 don't I can, have a I can see, I, watching it. I can see how you would have the ghosts of the, uh, the New England Patriots game kind of in the back of your head of giving the ball back with the way Braden Mann has been punting. Um, yeah. I mean, we gave up a fucking punt return. We, we, there's been three punt returns for a touchdown in the NFL this year. And the Jets have given <laughs> up two of them. And both have been uh, on terrible fucking punts by Braden Mann. Like the fact that he's on this yeah. team still is insane. Uh, the way Morstead played. Like we we should have just left Morstead on the team. Like I, I'm sorry. Like yeah, we we yeah. Dr- we drafted freaking Braden Man, but fucking cut your losses. I, I don't yeah. I don't give a shit. Um, I can see how that would be like a, a little bit in the back of your head, like with with shaky special teams play. But at the same time, like you can't you can't play on 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 theoreticals. You can't play on yeah, like you said, like on, on a on a possibility of something happening. On a possibility. Um, You've got you've got to take care of your own destiny, just like you said with the playoffs. It's like no, like we we own it. We're not going to watch the scoreboard. Okay, well, don't think about what could happen when you give the ball back. Just go out and fucking score. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, and put yourself in the position to do that by using your timeouts. <laughs> it'd be nice. It'd be nice. Well, so the Jets have a short week here. Uh, they're going to play Jacksonville. Um, Trevor Lawrence looks like he's finally putting it together. I shouldn't say finally uh, is putting it together. I mean, I'm not going to hold last year against him when, uh, you know, urban Myers is head coach. Um, uh, You know, he, he's got a better coaching staff. Doug Peterson is questionable, but did win a super bowl. So I got to give him that, Um, you know, it seems like, you know, the, the Jags are getting hot at the right time. Looking at that, looking at that team, a month, six weeks ago, you'd be like, oh, easy win, you know, based on some of the wins the Jets had had at that point. Uh, you know, not so fast, my friend. So, like, uh, wh- what are you going to look for in this game? I mean, I-, I know I'll just say, like, you know, the things I'm looking for is I can't imagine looking for Quinton Williams this week. Is he going to practice at all? I think that they I would it's Monday morning, so I don't know anything. I would not be surprised if they don't shut him down for, for the year. Like, uh, like maybe they give him another week but I, i'm just saying like at noon today which is you know after we tape that after this is you know going to be released to the public i would not be surprised if it's like Quentin williams is done for the season right like like he didn't practice i don't think at all last week he wasn't out there during the the warm-ups for the game um you know it's a kind of a very weird they call it a calf injury like to me that worries me and i'm like is that like a Achilles or something that they're kind of like masking as something else. Like I'm, I'm very worried about whatever that Quinn Williams injury is. Um, so like, you know, what, what's his status going to be like this week? You know, what's Mike White status going to be? I cannot imagine he's going to play. I mean, we kind of talked about like, you know, early in the week we were like, you know, everyone's like, Oh yeah, it's going to be Mike White. It's going to be Mike White. And I'm like, yeah, well, what if it's not, what do you do then? Yeah. And, you know, yeah. we, we kind of went down the wrong road, but like if Mike White isn't active, like, get Streveler some reps, like let him get on the active roster, let him get off the scout team. Um, and right. Like put him in a situation. If Zach Wilson struggles again, you're going to give this kid who had a, you know, jets are famous for having great quarterbacks in the preseason, but like there's something about him too, that you want to see before this year is out. 
um, if Mike White is not going to be able to play, you know, at least another game. Um, let's see, let's see what he's got because you know Joe Flacco's not the answer. Um, Zach Wilson is no, trying to be the answer, but not trending well. And then Mike White is you know injury you know has has trouble with injuries. So um, so I'd be curious to see what they do around that. What are you going to be looking for as we kind of go into this game? Sure. I, mean, I think the biggest thing is going to be the running game is the offensive line. Um, it's, it's, it's going to be the offensive and defensive lines. Like that's it again. Like I say this, I think every, every single week it's where the game is going to be won. And, and with, with Quinn and outs, um, you know, we're, we're right for the picking in the middle of the field. Um, if, if LaMarcus Joyner is still out, uh, that was actually, uh, an unsung, uh, <laughs> issue. Uh, I don't think, <laughs> yeah. a lot, I don't think enough Crazy. people, uh, realize. I know you love Lamarcus Turner. Yeah. Well, the thing about it is, like, we we don't have another free safety. Yeah. Really, on the roster, like Will Parks is a strong safety, just like Whitehead is, and mm-hmm. you know, I think that played into the the problems on that leak play. You know, you've got two strong safeties that are going towards the line as opposed to you know naturally floating and. Uh, you know, that's, that, that's another issue that's, uh, uh, uh of depth that yeah. we're going to play into. And, and without that pass rush at the middle, we got zero sacks against the, the Lions. Um, and oh, if man. we can't get to Trevor Lawrence, he's going to, he's going to pick his part down the middle. Um, I mean, yeah. the sides, you know, the, the outsides, DJ Reed and Saucer are, I can't sing their praises enough, but across the middle, like we, we just, we, we don't have the coverage. Um, so if we, yeah, I think get you're to right. Him, it's going to be that, an issue. That's exactly it. That's going to be, you know, kind of what what's going to, you know, the the secondary, the Jets secondary against Trevor Lawrence. I mean, Zay Jones is, you know, finally finding, you know, his his place in the league. Had three touchdowns um, in in week fifteen. Um, you know, so that's, that's something you can't you can't um, you can't undersell. And then no. yeah, like you know, the Jacksonville team, like their defense is bad. So like whoever the passer is. Like they have to beat this team, right? And as ba- the the blueprint has been laid out for the league when Zach Wilson is playing quarterback, it's pressure this guy, stop the run, and and he'll he'll eventually wilt. And and that's basically been what you know what teams have done, you know, since that Patriots game onward to stop this team. Um, and and you know they they haven't had answers for the Jets have not had answers for. Uh, you know, for, for how to solve that. And so, so it's going to come down to whoever is passing the ball on Thursday night. Can they get the better of the secondary? And then can our secondary slow down and stop Trevor, Trevor Lawrence? Like that's yeah. what it's going to come down to. Period. Yep. Um, good. Well, uh, Josh, uh, we, we know Josh wasn't with us, but Josh, we wish you well in Myrtle beach. We hope you have lots of fun times at Harley Davidson, Blaker bars. And yeah. What, check what out a, Awesome trip to such a terrible place. Like, I... <laughs> what's okay? I, I, my family, my my in laws, like Myrtle Beach is kind of a a place that's uh you know cherished in their hearts. Maybe North Myrtle Beach, it's a little more chill up there. Uh, but uh, that's a place that that's hot, that's uh, high in their hearts. Uh, for the folks that are listening at home that maybe have never been to Myrtle Beach, what are some of the uh the the delightful pleasures of, of Myrtle Beach uh, that I know you've experienced, Travis. I have definitely experienced. What 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 are your favorite parts of Myrtle Beach? Uh, oh and there's not God. that many. There's not that many. 
Um, I got kicked out of the Hard Rock Cafe there one time for uh, standing on a table and singing the Olivia Newton-John part of uh, the one that I want from Greece. Oh, that's <laughs> that's probably, awesome. Probably my Myrtle Beach highlight. Um, I don't know. Like Myrtle Beach is like, so here in Tennessee, we got a place called uh, Gatlinburg Pigeon Forge, which I don't know how oh, many people yeah. are aware of. It's where Dollywood is. And it's kind of like you took atlantic city and mix it with branson missouri so it's like it's like these country themed dinner theaters mixed with putt putt golf everywhere um and ripley's believe it or not museums and Mm -hmm. that so you take that shitty distillation (laughs) of two shitty places and you put it at the beach in south carolina and you get Myrtle Beach. Um, And the worst thing about it is the beach is amazing. It's this beautiful, super flat, strand, gorgeous beach, right? And they just ruined it with, you know... (laughs) whatever all that crap yeah it's it's so bad like i i, I cannot i I, uh, I it's it's uh, it's a sensory overload in all the yeah. all the wrong ways i think i think there's like a ripley's believe it or not like a scale of like how you know whatever something about your city i think there's like mul- there's definitely multiple ripley's there which is like what are we oh doing? yeah there's like what the ripley's haunted house there's the ripley's curiosities of the sea there's like a, i don't yeah, know the I'm sea one is good up, I've been they'll, they'll sound great. um also yeah. like i try uh josh if you're listening make sure to go to suck bang blow and merle's inlet that's uh that's quite the bar that's quite the See, bar. i'm we, sure we travis has some there. Suck bang blow. oh yeah there, there's a place called biscuits and porn on the way there <laughs> from from richmond to myrtle beach yeah, uh, yeah. i think it's like outside of the outer banks of north carolina uh, that place is pretty interesting. Good biscuits, <laughs> Good biscuits? terrible biscuits. Porn, no, the biscuits are great. Biscuits. The biscuits are great. Um, but it's uh, what, who, what, who the fuck came up with that combo? Definitely wasn't the guy that made Reese's cups. Like that shit goes together. Biscuits and porn. Yeah, it's pretty. Was weird it the guy that, that sure. made American Pie? Like, hey, come, come down and biscuits. <laughs> <laughs> Have sex with a biscuit. I don't know. Like, uh, what the really. fuck? <laughs> it is an interesting place. It is. It is a. It is one of the most American places. If like Las Vegas is one of the most American places, so too is Myrtle Beach. Sadly, it is. It um, is a melt melted pot. It's not a melting a melted pot. pot. A melted pot. <laughs> There's also multiple places, many many places where you can get like wolf T-shirts. Like if you're if you're looking for like wolf howling at the moon type shirts like i mean basically you throw a rock and you can get a you can find a store that's got wolf i wish, wolf I wish there were more airbrush airbrush t-shirt places <sighs> that's true yeah there's yeah there's not enough of like a boardwalk there but anyway. yeah so i'm sure josh will get into some fun he'll get to watch his huskies uh we wish him the best there uh we'll be back i'm guessing next week uh monday we'll try and reset after the short week um but everybody have a great week Make sure to rate and review the the feed wherever you get your podcast. And we'll see you next week after the Jaguars. Bye-bye. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. 
No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.